Welcome to another episode. I'm disgraced sports journalist Josh Gallup and welcome to Kick It Forward, the only sports newsroom that has the guts to tell it how it is. Oh, yeah. Remember, yell Kick It Forward anywhere, tag us and we'll share it. This week on the podcast, we get pitted in Margaret River, wrap the footy week, almost die in Baku and deep dive into St Kilda's weird acapella theme song. Beside me as always, the trusty reporters Georgia and Harry. Guys, how you going? Hey, Evening, gents. radical. Feeling pretty radical after the Marks Pro, guys. We're going to get... Uh, touching the surfing a little bit more later, and I'm going to touch on something from the weekend in just a sec. I want to just quickly say, my sister over the weekend had her second child. What I was wondering Boring. Um, about Sorry, this. God. Yeah, I know, no, trust Congrats me. Congrats, baby, baby chat. No, I don't want to hear it, Georgia. Sorry, mate. Why does no one say happy birthday to a little baby on the day they're <laughs> born? Because it's their actual birthday. Shake its tiny hand. Yeah. <laughs> Congrats. Congrats. Happy birthday, Max. Yeah, because you say happy birthday when they're like one, two, what three, four, five, Good six, question. seven, eight. Nine, 10, ten, eleven. What do you turn? Twelve. What do you turn? Zero. When you, zero implies that you don't exist. Well, when you when Birth you turn thir- when you turn thirty, you're around for what twenty nine years. Georgia, if the Koreans could get over it, you can get over it. All right. I need some warning for this. Other this other stumped me, and now I've fallen into a deep pensive state. Well, I will not be able to recover. Well, we better from. move on so Georgia can recover from that. Can um, you in fast forward at least? Yeah. How old am I? Oh, no, sorry about this, Josh. Oh, sorry. Hey, guys, we were down at the Marks Pro surfing comp on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, in the barrels. Hit the lip. I've actually never bought sunscreen before. <laughs> you don't, you don't do need it. Last week you may have heard that I made an apology to Optus Stadium for drinking all the beers. Mm. I still feel pretty bad about that. <laughs> You guys know this has affected me. Cut me pretty hard. Um, I wanted to make sure it never happened again, so I decided to call ahead when making plans on Friday night. Roll the tape. Hello, Margaret Bro House. How you going, mate? Harry here. Good, thank you. How are you, Harry? Yeah, good, mate. I was out last night. had a run into a few uh, little issues. <laughs> so I was just wondering how you guys are going levels in the kegs because I drink a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, we're good. Yeah? yeah? yeah. How oh. many of you are wanting to come? Oh, just me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had. A, I mean, I went to um the Frio Bulldogs game at uh, Optus Stadium, and uh, the uh, Optus Stadium ran out of beers. Believe it or not. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we won't. Don't you worry about that. You sure? You brewing them up? Yeah, hundred percent. I know exactly what we got behind behind the bar. Ethan, keep brewing, them, mate. I'm on the way. Well, well done. Yeah, That's, um, I felt b- better. Brave of you to know your limits, know their limits, and try and forewarn them. Thanks, guys. It's like most people are like, shut the fuck up yeah, halfway yeah. through that. He, he was good, wasn't he? Is Comment. that why all the bartenders were so rude to us constantly? <laughs> all weekend? Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> he kept calling. Did you call ahead because you're going to get a couple of choc chills or we something? Called, I hope you got enough choc <laughs> chills. <laughs> we, called a, we called a few places, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. Hey, how you going? Uh, my name's Josh. Just um, calling up. Just wanted to ask if you guys have enough beer for us because we, we'll be there in about an hour. Enough beer? Yeah. W- w- one of my mates, Harry, he's like, he just like drinks heaps and I'm just worried like because we're just picking where to go tonight. We're just wondering do, do, how much sort of beer does Caves have? Uh, a lot. Like how many sort of gigalitres? <laughs> Ten taps. Ten taps times and then... Four. Okay, cool. Harry, yeah, they got ten. Oh God, he's worried. All right, we'll um we'll come in, 
But we'll see how we go. Thanks for the heads up because we just like we always like to just check ahead. Mm. We do, we polite. do. Thanks, Josh, for checking as well. well did Appreciate they have enough, that. or did you you ran up? Oh, we didn't bother going there. Oh, okay, yeah. No, Four, not with ten you. taps at four kegs a tap, forty <laughs> kegs. Uh, uh, not even, not even close. Um, Harry, <laughs> you alluded to it before. Driving down south, of course, it involves uh, for those not from WA. It's about a three-hour drive. Mm-hmm. The wine region of WA, surfing, bit of wine, not a God's bad God's country, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I quite like this drive. It it kind of like, I don't know about you guys, but it forces me to just like sit in my own head and think about things. There are only so many distractions. Mm. Must but be a slow drive. Every now and then Gabby, my, my girlfriend, will drive. Love Gabby. It's, it's a lot more complicated when she drives. There's a lot more going on. It's like she's like preparing for – 17 hour long haul flight as the pilot from Perth to London or something. It's like two liters of water mm. ready. There's snacks. Uh, we've got a break. There's a swap over halfway because she gets tired. Wait, you guys swap? We have to swap, yeah. Whereas normally I, I just do the whole thing. And she's like, you know, when I'm driving, like of the 180 minutes, she's probably sleeping for 160 and the other 20 she's on her phone. When she's driving, it's like, can you talk to me? And it's like, I'm not allowed to sleep. I got to talk. That's honestly, that's the problem with phones. Um, They're the new smoking. The new smoking. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and driving at night down there, forget about it. They um, invented lights at one stage. <laughs> hey, yeah. Georgia, how many uh, wee breaks did you have? Me? Yeah. When I drove? Mm. Zero. You? Hang preparation. On a why is so it that why, when we're doing when, things? When, you drive, when we drive, you have heaps of wee breaks. We never drive. <laughs> Whenever we no, drive no, no, anywhere, no. you want to have to have a pee break. No, or a no break. I never pull over. Scrap driving, doing anything at all. Just well, yeah, if, when there's a toilet available, I'll go pee. But when there's not, my body like knows. Well, it was a fun trip and embargo chat too about the Marks Pro. Um, yeah. But there was one event down there courtesy of Red Bull because they had quite a few athletes. I think they got five in the top ten for the men's side of things. And, you know, there came a point of the night where we were just talking shop. Everyone's, you know, getting a bit loose, had a couple of beers. And someone said, have dinner with one dead uh, see, artist. See any artist. See any artist, dead or alive. Who would it be? No brainer. Yeah, go on. Who's yours? And, uh, uh, no, hang on. Well, hang on a sec. I, I threw out some, you know, some, uh, you know, maybe Freddie Mercury. Maybe in excess, Michael Hutchins. What, what was your answer, Giorgio? Ludwig van Beethoven. Oh, my God. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Go on, tell me that wouldn't be fucking awesome to see. Like. No, like, it every, wouldn't. It wouldn't. No. Everyone's like, Tupac. Oh, you know what, David Bowie? Um, probably Ludwig van <laughs> Beethoven. So Beethoven, Beethoven, yes, wonderful composer. Did some brilliant things despite his challenges with losing his hearing and whatnot. But he's just a composer. You know how many orchestras can just do that? That's like saying, oh, well, anyone can play... You know, fucking David Bowie, but it's like, mm. nah, nah. Well, it's no, I can understand it's different. the DJ reference you mean, like a DJ and I couldn't press play on someone's thing. I understand yeah. that. You know, when people are like in a room and there's a woman in a room and, and someone goes, hey, what's your favorite part of a girl? You know, that sort of that sort of chat comes up and some guy goes, oh, boobs. Another guy is like, oh, ass. And then Giorgio steps in and goes, nothing Feet. more sexy to me than a woman's mind. <laughs> <laughs> Play the, play the Ludwig von Beethoven, please. I think you pulled a hammy with that stretch, mate. That's Giorgio, <laughs> do you stand by your answer? Yeah. It's still incorrect. <laughs> it's, it's Okay, I understand that. You know my policy. Oh, sorry, Giorgio, yeah, it's just one of them. It's Giorgio, just, it's just, Giorgio yeah. you know my policy about things. Do what you want and everything's subjective. Except, I'm not. Except, ex- okay, this okay. rule <laughs> is scrapped for that Maybe, answer. No, but it's, it's more like um, how you probably didn't think 
of Beethoven? Of course I didn't, because it's a terrible answer. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. Or maybe another answer you probably didn't think of, the first Neanderthal to ever like bash sticks together. Accidentally that. hit a rock and then he repeated the noise? <laughs> yeah, yeah, to the beat. I'd see him live. Anything else from the weekend, guys, you wanted to point out? We were put up in a pretty nice house. Yeah, we just had a bit of a tennis court around the corner and I wanted to say, can I get some claps and applause for being king of the tennis court no, down there? Georgia thought, was like, definitely king. Absolutely oh, definitely not. King. I think I won the last five little games and uh, no one could bloody touch me. I went to a wedding as well and um, just really quickly, you know how every now and then you talk to people how they know the groom or bride and so on so. This one guy asked, <laughs> I shit you not, my wife used to do swimming lessons with the bride's cousin. Well, okay, did they not have many friends? Well, look, I think there was more to it. I think that, like, that's what he started with. He ended up saying like something about them like being, you know, they, like family friends and but like, who starts on that? Well, so he was clearly invested. He was crying. Yeah, he was yeah, like, yeah. you know, guys don't understand. So you don't understand. <laughs> she I thought her maybe, maybe that's kind of like- a complete level five. <laughs> maybe that's kind of like, you know, if someone said, how do I know Josh? Not, so, I don't say, oh, I do some um, podcasting, some social media with him. Maybe it's like, oh, I ran into him at the tuck shop at Newman College once in year four. <laughs> exactly. Is that kind of, it was the meat story rather than more the, how, what are you famous for knowing them for? Were they yeah, really yeah, trying was- to fill out this wedding? <laughs> Oh, fuck. All right. Um, I feel like I'm closer to the Brian crew than that person. Who did you do swim coaching with? Uh, uh, swim lessons oh, with? Who was her cousin again? They were nice enough, right? Yeah. Let's move on. Nadia Bartel poos for the first time in a day. It was better than Leo. The Matildas have won again. And welcome back, Daniel Ricciardo. They came bounding over. <laughs> the headlines. Josh Garlock would say I've been trying the house down. AFL guys, uh, a lot of controversial ends to the games. They had the one point win courtesy of a beautiful kick from Toby Green. Toby Green, he bends it. Did he get enough on it? He did. The Green Machine has done it again. Sydney Derby. Uh, one point between Adelaide and Collingwood. They bloody can't die, Collingwood Harry. Leading for 21 seconds in that game. It's all you need, though, these days. And that's it? why they say, <laughs> Andy Point. Andy Point. That's good. That's good. Andy Point. My dad was watching. He goes, Andy Point. Who, Andy wasn't, point. who wasn't watching the game of the round? Never fails to get a laugh, saying it in the first quarter of a game, by the way. What, the first that's round? A, that, you can have that one for free. Next time you're at a game, record it. I will, I will. Okay. It will yes, bring okay. the house down, I guarantee. <laughs> and then there'll be a canned laughter. <laughs> first quarter, someone goes, that's pretty good. <laughs> uh, another one I saw was Moore, the captain of Collingwood, uh, Darcy Moore, just walking off the ground and yeah. has a little bit of a, a conversation with Mark Rusciuto out on the ground. Feels like we don't want too many handballs. The big guys came to play, they're fucking marking everything, so... <laughs> We had, to fight, we had to fight really hard to stay in that one. All right, good luck in the second half. Who's swearing so much? We do not like swearing on this <laughs> podcast. And I'm glad you beeped that out very well, Josh. Thank you for that. <laughs> so, like a really unnecessary fuck as well. Yeah, we're fucking here. And then like Rush- fucking Mark and everything. I swear like- Rashido flinched a little bit, <laughs> but it's just one of those things they could not cut it out whatsoever. Then, it was yeah. completely involuntary. This is the man who had everyone yeah. in tears at the Anzac Day game, and he drops an F bond so cavalierly that they just let it on the broadcast. But it's he's, great. He's allowed, then Hutto goes, Oh, think we missed the seven second delay there. Whoopsie. <laughs> <laughs> Hardo's like, fuck, oh shit, yeah. I did it too. Oh, damn. Beep those out too. Josh. Oh, sorry, Thanks. I'll beat them as well. Beep here. 19th team was announced in Tasmania. Any ideas, guys? What, what should this Tasmanian team be called? Mm. What should their team song be called? There's, there's 
so much to unravel as far as the culture that would be behind the Apple Isle Club. Yes, I had a couple of ideas regarding, well, related to slaves. So Whoa. Tasmanian slave bees. Oh, no, no, no. Tasmanian no. slave ants. No, we- My serious idea is the Hobart farts. <laughs> so... <laughs> Why? Because it rhymes, kind of. What about oh. the Hobart Simpsons? Yeah, that could work as well, actually. But I had a, like I, I wrote the first line for the Hobart Farts team song. Then there's, there's going to be you know inspiration from a couple of other AFL teams because I haven't picked the um, 1600s orchestra music for it. But Beethoven, all right. Beethoven. yeah, Beethoven. Yeah. One of those Beethoven songs usually. Does it was 1800s, mate. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. You would know this. Yeah, I know. Yeah, just all right. Ready? It was just after Mozart, actually. We are the team from Hobart. We are the team that loves to fart in our opposition's face when they get the ball, but we never follow through and poop our pants at all. That's the start of the song. Oh, that's pretty good. That's, that's really good. Oh, yeah, you want to clap? No, no, no. I Wayne Carey can no, never play for him. Poop my pants. You guys have any good ideas like that? I thought about some um, mascots. Go on. Go on, have the Tasmania Tasmanian Tigers. Yeah, otherwise they just thought Richmond would be pre- pretty bloody annoyed. Oh, yeah, the Tigers. They'd um, be furious. Yeah, and there's, a, there's enough felines in this sport. Yeah, sure. You have the um, platypuses or the the correct plural term being platypodes. A good sledge, a bunch of pussies. Platy- yeah, platypuses. And I don't support that kind of language. Or, or you could, that could say this team is plateauing. If you have a brain, uh, pretty hard. Otherwise, uh, echidnas, the Tasmanian echidnas and the patamelons. What's a patamelon? No idea. No I idea. think they'll. I think they're going to go around the, the line of um, like you know, when Port came in, they couldn't call themselves the uh, Magpies because of their Sandville team. Port had electricity as their um, mascot. I saw a meme sure. the other day. It was like ranking who would win in a fight based on mascots, and electricity yeah. won. Pure power won. And the other end was like just the color blue. I've actually beaten electricity twice. So, <laughs> uh, no, I actually got zapped by an electric fence t- twice. But anyway. What's your view on crossing your legs as a bloke? Because Paddy Dangerfield was on the bench and he just had his legs crossed hanging out. Uh, us tall folk like to cross legs. Love it. Yeah. Oh, I big personally leg cross, love yeah. it. Yeah, big time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cross away. No, it's like, do you mean just one leg over the knee? Yeah, no, kind of. Yeah, yeah, over the knee. Cross. Then put, put your old testes inside your abdomen and then you sit there. Don't tell me there's yeah. some dumb, like, toxic masculinity bullshit about how men can't cross their legs or something. Yeah, I mean, people were firing like, ooh, look at Dangerfield, weirdo. But I think it's a real confident look. For crossing his legs. Yeah, yeah, just shoving his scrotum inside his body like we all do. That was a lot. Shove him up there. The other one is, uh, I don't quite understand, on social media... I've noticed there's a real habit of teams posting quarter time score updates, which all the teams do it all across their social medias. But when they're down by 20, they'll have to include some sort of tagline. And Essendon's this week was, had better days. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. don't think it's necessary. Just have the that, score. Yeah, or West, Richmond, Co- West Coast do the same. Richmond, not the start we wanted. West Coast could have done better. Down yeah, by 100. Down by 2,000 <laughs> points. Yeah, outclassed at home. Out, like, yeah, you think? Outdone. Cats won. You know, mm, if, and they always put a player like as the front as well, like it was their fault. Yeah. <laughs> Trying really hard. Yeah. You know, West Coast, West Coast Waffle Side and West Coast Cowan, who are unrelated to both teams, but a similar name in WA, um, their reserve side, collectively the three of them, lost by a total of 300 points on the uh, weekend. 100 okay. H. Okay. Big um, weekend for them. Andrew Dillon announced the CEO, Gil, finally going, I'm out of here. But apparently you might be sticking around and, as a bit of a consultant. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure we'll collect, you know, a couple of hundred thousand a year to be as a consultant. Yeah, a puppeteer, so. basically. Hey, what I if I stick so. around, you guys, I don't know, don't really work and come to all the, the soirees and you guys give me a couple hundred grand? Perfect setup. You, I trust him based on this one thing I just read about him before. 
but he played. He was a solid backman who wore long sleeves every game. And that's the sort of thing he'll bring up now forever, unfortunately. <laughs> um, Jacob Wiedering also ripped off in a banking scam. The Carlton star wanted to make it public so other people were more aware. Unfortunately, during the whole article, they never say how much he got ripped off whether it was one buck or 80,000 bucks. But then they went into other examples, courtesy of the Commonwealth Bank or whoever it was, NAB maybe, talking about what you could possibly lose. Well, he got ripped off enough to want to speak up. But he said it was enough for them to forego some future plans. Let's say anywhere between twenty and a hundred thousand yeah. dollars. Was it twenty to a hundred thousand dollars for? No, no, yeah, I'm making it up. For an yeah, for an AFL plus. Wondering what kind of money you're making, Josh, because uh, my future decisions are based on ten to thirty dollars. <laughs> Do you guys ever get emails? Often it's like, oh, so and so is trying to log into your email address from a random location. You're like, all right, well, I'll change the password. Sometimes it's like. So-and-so is trying to log into your HelloFresh account. You know what? Order me food then. I don't give a fuck. The final one today, guys, a very close game between Adelaide and Collingwood. Collingwood, they're just this zombie team that don't bloody die. There's a lot of hate for the umpires. A lot of hate. A lot of people like saying they should never work again. A lot of people on Twitter, they should effing die. I think they probably shouldn't die they also probably should work in some capacity again in their pr- chosen profession. You can have a bad day. Prison sounds reasonable. Now, <laughs> I found came across this Twitter user that is called Has the Umpire Made a Bad Decision? And they said, they tweeted, AFL Crows Pies was possibly the worst umpired game I can remember in my time running these accounts. We'll have more to say in coming days. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're out enough here of the week, random dude. There you go. Dane Swan was up there too. He's just like inciting angry mob to kill these people. Just like, they fucking suck. I mean, I respect mm. the passion, but anytime there's violence against an, an official, I get it. It's the most frustrating thing in the world. It's, it's so annoying. It's just like when people are like getting that fired up, I'm going to kill the cunt. Yeah, it's a normalize, game. Normalise calling out good umpiring. That's what we're going to start doing. Yeah, it's pretty thankless, isn't it? The other one is uh, there was a guy in Sydney recently on the way. Oh, so heinous. It was a football match, like European football. And they finished the game. There's a bit of a biff going on. This guy's walked behind the uh, umpire for the game and King hit him, broken his jaw. And you know when you you see that footage of people with a broken jaw, they get their sort of protruding jaw jaw filled with blood. This happened straight away. Good news, though. The piece of shit has been sent to jail and it hasn't been given bail. Yeah, refused jail. Sad story. He's appeared in court in front of his uh, pregnant wife. Like it's like the fact that she has to deal with the fallout. Yeah, she's in there watching him. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all disgusting. Oh, what a piece of shit. Yeah. Should we move on? No, 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 no. Ah! I just had a nightmare that I didn't go to the Margaret River Pro. There you go. What is that? Oh. Mark River Prosting. Is that beers or is that? Yeah, can opening. Oh, okay, That's cool. rogue. I like it. It's a bit going on there, wasn't there? Um, how Feeling was Margaret pretty great, right? It was pretty great. Um, Gabriel Badena took down Griffin Colapinto in the men's final and Carissa Moore claimed victory over Tyler Wright in the women's. Thanks again to Red Bull for hooking up access to the marquee, um, which had some lovely catering, including the highlight of the weekend for me, of course, was the Yeti cooler filled with perfectly mixed ice-cold hydrolyte solution. Unbelievable. This is such a revelation because we obviously had the night of um, Bang and Beethoven. We're a little bit hung, and that's my favourite, is hydrolyte mixed perfectly with a bit of, like, taste. Yeah, try And it. with ice. It's I like di- they knew. <laughs> no, and then there's fresh coffees right next to it. We mm. weren't meant to oh, be there. Oh, there's bacon and egg, right, bag baguettes and that. It was all happening. The oh. bar opened at 11. We're too soft now. We've, was, we've changed. Who was first in line at the bar, guys? <laughs> not, not me or Giorgio or Jimmy. <laughs> no, it was great. Interesting. 
Um, I mean, we're talking about what it's like as a spectator sport. The vibe was so chilled. The break's obviously quite far away. Mm. So having the big screen in the marquee was really, really good. One of my favourite parts was actually I noticed a guy who had binoculars who was looking out to the surf break watching the surfers <laughs> from the marquee. He used his binoculars to check the scores of that heat on the big screen inside the market. Oh, big brain time. There was a lot big of road binocular use. There was a woman yeah. um, taking photos of the surf by putting the lens of the camera on her phone through the binoculars. Yeah. You know the weird thing is? Did you see her screen? That worked. I know. Oh, br- I know. Really, I really wanted to make fun of her and I was like, Fuck, it's, that's actually fucking genius. It's working. Yeah, she sold those picks for heaps. Yeah. <laughs> as far as like spectator sports go though, it's similar to F1, probably better than F1 because F1 that goes past you straight away. This is, it's just hard to see from where you are. It's helped a lot by the broadcast and oh, the I'm, commentary. Uh, yeah, amazing. There's something to be said for sitting on the couch at home and enjoying a, enjoying sport. But we weren't complaining. It was great fun. No, it was awesome. Good spot. No, it was yeah. great. Um, Jordy Smith was awesome. Of course, did a video with him, um, 17 years on the pro tour. You forget how famous some people are when you somehow luck your way into doing these things. Like Jordy Smith has this really cult following. I didn't quite understand it because I'm not so into surfing. Like I don't know it like you, Harry. And then when we post the video with him, people are, oh, fuck yeah, Geordie Smith, legend, bro. And he was just really chilled and nice. And that is the cool thing too. It's one of those sports, really cool people. For us surfers, it actually was a very big deal, Josh. (laughs) No, it actually was. It was. So Geordie Smith, I mean, we'd planned to do this skit and I, for some reason, like lined up through this German accent. And then all of a sudden, when Geordie Smith's right there, I was like... No, I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, we filmed it all I after. I don't want to do it. No, uh, some of it was uh, there. Up nine some dunker things. Some of it was with him. Giorgio's our, our accent man and then he was – like we, we didn't have any security of when it was going to happen. Yeah. So then we just had to go through with it. So Harry was up to the plate. And, yeah, he did really well. Also shout out to Liv who jumped in to do a British accent. Another highlight was hanging with the legendary WSL commentator Joey Terpel at the Settlers Tavern in Margs. What a cool guy. Just the coolest Californian chill dude. Cruises around the WSL um, circuit commentating, having a good time, being a legend. Extra, extra, read all about it. I'm burning. Hot off the press. Welcome to Hot Off The Press. A couple of highlights this week. Uh, one that was sent to us by about four people. It was from Perth Now and it was headlined, Nick Natapui. Nick Nat says he stomps baby's poos down drain. Now, an amalgamation that comes together that is so fortuitous that is exactly what they would ever. It's Nick Natanui, it's WA, yeah. poo. it's poo, yeah. it's baby. The obsession here in WA with Nick Natanui-related content is through the roof. It is ridiculous. They've been sitting on Nick Natanui for so long and it yeah, finally yeah. the stars aligned for them to go, yeah, crack, they, crack they, the box. They'd have like a glossary of Nata Nui related <laughs> headlines, like break glass in case of Nata Nui Pui headline. The funniest um, bit about it is though, it probably went well. That article would have definitely done well. Well, we're talking about it, aren't we? Boys, what are your thoughts on like um, smushing poo down a shower drain just quietly? Um, never done it, but approve. <laughs> I believe the other method is the, um, the yeet method where you get the baby shit in your hands and you are uh, if your aim is good enough you hurl it into the toilet right okay the shower no it's good to know before we have kids i, mean, uh, I back myself in for the shot personally Giorgio. but as long as you shout kobe Floosh. shouldn't hurl it you should just grab it and just get a really good grip of it <laughs> and then just safely take it over to the toilet 
Well, that's not half as fun, Harry. In my opinion. (laughs) Staying with WA, uh, Ben Cousins was the headline for an article. I think it was something to do with Sam West. It was West Coast on notice after 108-point mauling. So Cousins, the former Brownlow Medals, former Premiership winner, also had pretty checkered past, now putting others on notice. I mean, it just goes to show the West does forgive people, doesn't it? And that's <laughs> if Natanui did something really bad. Sky News was also has also bailed on TikTok altogether. Now they've put it down to them saying, you know, China, we're just banning TikTok, but it could be because they're getting widespread criticism uh, for employee Carla Estefario, who swallowed the cheapest poison pill ever, going anti-trans, anti-indigenous, uh, and in random rants, these crazy, terrible rants that she can't get another job unless it's in conservative politics or at Sky News for pretty much the rest of her life. Uh-uh. You, you're being yeah, distracted. China, 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 China. It was China. China. You're it's being China. distracted by yeah, it. And it, this is coming off the back of, you know, Murdoch being sued by for a, basically lying. It's but no, no, China. Sorry. China. Yeah, China. It, like yeah. if we ever can the pod, it's not because uh, not many people listen. It's China. Because of China. China. It's China they, and TikTok. A new Apple product has been released. The Kissabelle apple is a cross between a traditional eating apple and a crab apple. I've been calling her Crandall. Why didn't someone tell me? Oh, I've been making an idiot out of myself. Oh, this one's juicy, boys. This one's juicy. What's your favourite kind of apple? Me, Rolgala. Um, I used to be a green guy for aesthetics and like coldness <laughs> and crisp, but I moved to red because it's tastier. Yeah, there's definitely a higher sugar count, I reckon. Yeah. I'm a Granny Smith guy. I like the sourness. They've released a new apple. First of all, very hard to Google this. New apple released. A lot of iPhones and such. But so this new apple, right, the Kissabel apple, won't be on shelves for another year or two because they're still figuring out how to grow it in Australia. But the plant material coming from France, the Kissabel is sweeter than a Granny Smith but shares a similar acidity. Uh, they create new varieties of apples by taking the pollen from one apple and then they pollinate the flowers on a different tree but guess who's doing the pollinating bees oh no bees cool bee facts bees, bees, bees. What did it go no on? no no bee facts are back now um, now the bees are making apples too they are slaves <laughs> it's a little bit convoluted bees can fly up to 24 kilometers an hour which is the same speed as 2700 sausages per second but there's more Apple facts. How do you like them apples? Facts. The first Apple Mac computer sold for 606... Oh, sorry, I've done it again. Sorry, wrong Apple. Oh, this one. Um, There are more than 7,500 Apple varieties in the world. I thought, I thought to make a new Apple variety, science is just lock two apples in a, in a room, dim, mm. dim the lights, put some music on. With a female apple on and heat. Let the, and then the scientist fucks the apple. Go <laughs> <laughs> and let them just go at it. Nine months later. It's all about the scientists The scientist is single <laughs> and divorced. Can we move on? F1's most boring Grand Prix of the year was almost saved by 10 dead photographers. Unfortunately, Alpine driver Esteban Ocon avoided the staff who had prematurely entered the active pit lane. Azerbaijan F1. <sighs> Excuse me for a second. Yawn. <laughs> God, even like Crofty and the um, the commentators, I've noticed during a boring F1 race, Crofty, they're actually masterminds and magicians, genius commentators in making something exciting out of anything. Mm. And I think they would also never want to get to a point where they're saying this race is boring. You know, it's not in their interest to say that. They were saying that a lot during really? this race. Yes. They were, oh. what, did, what did Crofty say? Oh, I've had wilder tea parties at the Vickers house or something like that. He was pulling out... 
Yeah, but they all would the be stops, wild. They were there just no wild. overtakes, no one dying or crashing, yeah, no fiery Red, explosions? Red Bull essentially got out to um, earn themselves a 1-2 win and Leclerc was nowhere near it behind them. I must so admit, though, when, when this incident happened with Esteban Ocon in the final lap, hmm. they, they weren't showing it happening. No. So this is all happening and you're imagining in your brain what would happen? Like, oh my God, there's people on the track they don't understand. Esteban Ocon is still going to, he still needs to pit. He still, these people are in danger. But we're not seeing it. They're showing just like 11th versus 12th battle for that position. But I realise like, if you put succession music behind it, it actually sounds like there's something terrible really about to happen. Oh my goodness, now Alpine are coming into the pit lane. They think they're going to make a pit stop. There are people now. all over the pit lane. Uh, so is Esteban Ocon coming into the pits? I can't actually see uh, the entrance. Of the Here he comes. Yes, he is. And there are oh, lots what of is this about? That's a shambles. This is a that shambles. God, Ted was fired up. You know what, though? Ocon didn't slow down at all. If anything, he sped up. But you're right. I was going, show the footage, show us the footage, show us the pit line, show us the pit line. And expecting to see bodies flying everywhere and cameras <laughs> flying everywhere. And you know what? As sad as that would have been for those people, their friends, their family, the whole sport of F1, it would have made the race entertaining. I'll tell you what, you'd be up a little bit longer. You would have been going, oh, I'm tired. I've got work. Yeah. We're, we're anti-slaver, we're anti-racism, but pro-death apparently. Pro-high-velocity death. <laughs> yeah. Once it gets over 200 kilometres an hour, I'm all in. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Speed up. Very good by the commentators. Though. I was so in by that. And even the, the dissecting exactly what happened. They didn't cover it up. There was a mistake, obviously. So the FIA are investigating the FIA. Hey, guys, we did all right. It's like yeah, the yeah, AFL, yeah. The AFL <laughs> yeah, declaring they did nothing wrong all the time. Yeah. It's like, nah, we're fine. All clear. 23-year-old Queensland man Bodie Money Risby Jones is facing up to five years in prison or 40 lashes after being accused of doing what every Aussie does when they go to Bali, drinking half a bottle of vodka, getting naked, then smashing the locals with scooters. <laughs> okay. So Bodie has been charged with some pretty serious offences, but and they, they are actually pretty accurate. I mean, he did claim um, that he only had one shot. Of vodka. Hmm. Uh, his reasoning doesn't quite add up. So, yeah, after having this one shot of vodka, apparently he was possessed. This week's episode is proudly brought to you by our mates at Ned's. Harry, another another round. Every round is amazing. We had rivalry around last weekend. This week, just friend Yeah, round. they're all mates now. They're yeah. all hanging out. Uh, a lot of big ones this weekend. Flagman will take on Sydney at home. Excited for that one. Also, Essendon take on GWS. A real test of their might, the Bombers. Will they blow up? That could be an eight-point game, Josh. I'm also looking forward to Sunday between West Coast and Collingwood at the MCG. Uh, Pies head in heavy favourites, but the Eagles, they've been feisty lately. West Coast really looking for game experience at the G in case they make finals. Yeah, potentially, yeah. Especially Reed. Like, yeah. is it too um, crazy to say he's going to play in at least five premierships? Um, yeah, that is crazy. It should be at least ten. Uh, yeah, 10 premierships. And maybe for another team. Oh. So, yeah, they head in heavy underdogs, but it should be a big game regardless. And remember, if you want that and more, head to the Neds app today to check out their massive range of AFL markets. Prices subject to change. T's and C's apply. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Got naked and went on this absolute rampage. He also said he had sunstroke from surfing, but... <laughs> it's always sunstroke. A, yeah. It's always like, no, no, it's sunstroke. Oh, so dehydrated, eh? <laughs> I but, remember my older sister, like, getting picked up by her parents at 16 by mum and dad and being like, sunstroke. She's, like, vomiting out the car. <laughs> yes, oh. and, it, and it's, like, New Year's Eve. <laughs> oh, I hope, she, like, was mm, okay. yeah. <laughs> I hope she was okay. I hope she was okay. So she... 
she learned a lesson. Yeah. It was food poisoning. You sure it wasn't the thirty beers? No, yeah. no, no. Maybe it was. Maybe it was that uh, the yeah. fish. Oh, the sun Pretty was sure out. someone spiked my fifteenth <laughs> shot. So if he goes to trial under Islamic law, he could face up to forty lashes by a cane. So it's either either that or whatever the other system is in the Indonesian system, five, up to five years in prison. What would you take? Well, do you reckon they'd stop early if you got a boner from the lashes? <laughs> <laughs> like five lashes in. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, More lashes for is, you. Is that yeah, all you yeah. got? Is that you, all you got? Is that all you got? <laughs> I've always thought of that. You know that shithouse restaurant called Karen's? Yes. What if someone goes there and they get off by being abused? And they're like, oh, you fucking pussy. Here's your ice cream. And the guy's like, damn it, I came. Can we do the mid-season pod dinner at Karen's Diner, please? I think they're under investigation because- People went there not knowing and they were they were abused and they also didn't pay their staff correctly. And all, the, oh. st- the staff were abused. One article read, uh, I abused this person. He just said, you're fat. <laughs> that must be fair game. I wonder the uh, management must really get them into character by just not paying them. Oh, yeah. It's such a good way to make them angry. Hey, feel that? Feel that anger? Use yeah, it. Yeah, on mm. the customers. Also, we're not paying you. <laughs> Anyway, the resort he was staying at is also at risk of being of being burned down by furious locals. And this resort now must now sacrifice a goat. Again, get a boner halfway through that and <laughs> Okay, that's that's uh, a weird sacrifice. I'd go as far to say there aren't many situations you could get out of. You can't get out of with a boner. Hmm. Mm. House getting robbed? Boner. Briss. What as a weapon? Or I'm mm. just just it's weird now. Huh? Like well, you've got I a mean, boner, is it like the guy's yeah, yeah, like, dude, break it weird? in, you got a boner. They're, they're not staying long. Hey, give me all your money. Uh, Wait, what? <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, just keep yelling at me. Yeah. Uh, uh, shout at me more. <laughs> fuck it, rob me. I don't, uh, spank, spank me. I don't know where I don't know where they are. You should probably fucking beat me up. What about a speeding ticket? But it's like one of those. No, like, boner, no that no, probably no. puts you in prison. No, but it's yeah. a, no, no, but I'm talking about a speeding camera, uh, speeding camera ticket. So there's just a big boner in the photo. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to be big enough to cover the uh, number plates. Any of you guys, any chance of that? Not uh, me. Not, no, not I quite. don't know if those cameras have good enough zoom. Maybe, <laughs> maybe the inside of my fly, that's about it. Okay. NBA playoffs update. NBA playoffs update. NBA playoffs update. NBA playoffs sting. Gong. Gong, gong, gong. It's heating up. And so is curry. It's a hot, hot curry. We're going to get curry versus LeBron after curry scores 50 points in a game to beat the Kings. But so the the Sacramento Kings incredible season comes to an end. And so too does the beam. Harry, you're going to get right around this. Have you heard of the beam? Tell me all about the BAME, Giorgio. So the Sacramento Kings, historically, uh, they had the biggest finals drought in major professional North American sports. At the start of this year, so ballsy they were, they were like, you know what? We've just uh, installed a giant purple laser beam Mm, on our stadium. Every time we win, so they have to win, and they're going to light up this laser beam into space. They reckon it reaches space. Well, wow, it sounds like a pretty evil laser okay. beam. The Kings went to one of the worst franchises in American history to finishing third seed, but unfortunately their season has come to an end. But clearly the beam was the answer to their success. It just sounds what? so evil, especially with this music. Light the beam. <laughs> Light the beam, and then they kill all <laughs> other cities. No, it's a pretty cool little thing. I love I love it when a stadium has its own little gimmick that it works. 
I mean, West Coast Eagles have the, the eagle that flies around. Yeah, with the song, birds of prey <laughs> flying <laughs> high. Um, but, yeah, I mean, with that logic, West Coast are basically one stadium beam away from a fifth premiership, really. Another thing to look at in basketball this week, Dante Exum, the former NBA player, top 10 draft pick, and also Boomer, was playing in a EuroLeague final and a bit of a brawl broke out. And out of nowhere, this French player just like wraps him up and then body slams him. And he has to leave uh, on crutches because he rolled his ankle in it. It's, it's a bit brutal. It's not the biggest basket brawl, which was used in pretty much every single headline. But the player only got like two to three game suspension. Exxon was basically just standing there. He's like, hey guys, break it up. This guy just walks behind him, lifts him up. And like oh. UFC uh, like, mixed martial arts, like body slams him. Like WWE style. I'd love one, one news company to just be like, Basket fight. I was about to say. <laughs> you know, basket fight. Boys, those were the headlines. Uh, this week for the investigation, we had a hot tip from some fans over the last two weeks about St Kilda's famous a cappella anthem. Pretty crazy, huh? Oh, hey? yes, please. It's one of the... <laughs> Ew, it's lovely. I can hear it now. One of the weird niche parts of this AFL recent culture that loves to get brought up, especially with St Kilda doing so well, because it's a little bit cringe. But the more I looked into this, the more I realised there was so much more that had to be detailed. And we got a very special guest on the podcast, a former player in that exact video, to talk us through it. Oh, when the tape goes rolling in. Oh, I like it. Oh, when the tape goes... Oh, you can stop now. <laughs> Half gone. There's Murray's kick to the wing position on the outer side. St Kilda's most hallowed moment, their only premiership in 1966. But contrary to popular belief, the club's most important piece of silverware actually arrived in 2013, when the Saints managed just five wins and 16th on the ladder. You might have seen this a cappella version of St Kilda's team song, especially with the revamped Ross Lyon unit winning to start 2023. Ross Lyon said when he returned, and they started with a win. 7.67. Bizarre rendition complete with cringe rap and odd moustache leprechaun conductor was actually an award-winning submission for an AFL-wide talent competition. Virgin, the AFL's major sponsor, ran the Virgin Film Festival, where clubs, for some reason rather than fans, submitted edited videos with the chance to win free flights to a pre-season camp anywhere in the world. Yeah, weird. AFL teams all differed in their creative licence. Port Adelaide won the year after when they covered the Chemical Brothers. Brisbane had Jonathan Brown lead a fake reality TV show. I'm trying to seduce you. So, I decided I need a bit of a change. I've seen Big John do some crazy things, but this takes it to a whole new level. And the Gold Coast Suns half-assed it so bad, they wrote it into the dialogue. We don't have a concept or a storyboard. Then superstar Gary Ablett Jr. played Socceroos legend Harry Kuehl in random games before just like walking off for no reason. You know what? Congratulations, mate. I'm not going to lose no more. I'm off. I've got a plane to catch. See you later. The cameos didn't stop there with NBA champ Paddy Mills brought in for Adelaide and the Saints wheeled out their favourite fan, actor Eric Banner. I know a bloke. Ricardo. 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 Oh! 
The whole video itself was around three minutes long and was set around the narrative of two singing coaches trying to improve the Saints' vocals. In a controversial move, AFL club St Kilda have made a world-first appointment a director of vocal performance. Yes, well, hello. I am Ricardo. This is my beautiful assistant, Todd. We're the world's best singing teachers and that's why we're here. G'day, my name is Tom Lee. I played for St Kilda from 2013 to 2016 and I was sadly a part of the infamous a cappella St Kilda Football Club video. Tom Lee was the third player shown in the singing part of the video. So they brought him in during a team meeting and they basically said, like, the song's crap, um, we're going to be taking steps to improve it, yada, yada, yada. And they had the camera on us and on them. But then afterwards, the media team explained to us what the setup was. Like, this is for Virgin, this is the win-free flights for our preset camp, yada, yada, yada. Um, and it kind of just went from there. So Woody and that other bloke were just kind of in and out of the club with cameras for like the next sort of six weeks, I reckon. Surprisingly, being at the end of a tough season and into the off-season, filming wasn't the easiest. So the vibe wasn't great regardless. I mean, these two blokes dragging you out of training sessions to get you in a room to film you singing or practising singing and stuff like that. So it wasn't all that well received, I don't reckon, but it, you know, it got done and it was what it was. And I'm pretty sure that two blokes out of that video got delisted that off-season. So... Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty grim, but it was kind of a. That was sort of St Kilda at the time. Hey, like it was just was a bit of a shit show, to be honest. You know, in the video was the vision of Justin Kaczynski spitting water on yes. the bloke in it. Yeah, so that wasn't rehearsed. He genuinely did that because he'd had a gutful of it, and that just wasn't Cosy thing to do stuff like that so he was getting told all this stuff to sing and like get outside of himself and stuff and then he just spat water on the bloke and walked out that was brilliant. at the time you have to remember St Kilda were a bit of a shambles and I think we were one of the only ones actually doing an overseas trip at that point so I guess that's why we got put under the pump but yeah it was like it was a lot of work and it was turning up in the off season and doing filming and stuff which blokes aren't all that keen on but we had to mate, we had to pay a portion of our flights on one pre-season camp. What, what the players? Yeah. What? What? Yeah. Fucking oath. The, it was, yeah, the 2012 camp. We had to, I think it was like 500 bucks per player. There were some cringe decisions. Woody from Melbourne's Drive Time radio team, Will and Woody. Radio duo, Will and Woody. Bring it all. Put on a camp voice the entire time alongside his co-star. Start believing yourself, come on. Guys. Chin up, get up, come on. While the two non-Caucasian attendees were designated the rapping roles. Yo, three miracles to be a saint. Just walking on water and all it takes. Fishes and loaves can't feed the master. Get resurrected now, shake your ass. I'm good mates with Trent Dennis Lane. He's just like, oh man, that's the grimmest moment of my life. Like he really doesn't enjoy that he's done it. Yeah, it was, they just divvied us up apart. We all filmed it, went through it. And yeah, Rui turned up super late. Um, and I was kind of the only one willing to do the singing part. So I was, I was like pretty close to ending up doing that bit which would have made less sense because at the time I was not a name in footy at all. So it would have just been some random bloke singing in front of the St Kilda Footy Club. So um, it was a massive result that really ended up turning up and then the video kind of took shape after that, I guess. When the saints go marching in, 
All of this aside, the video was still one of the better ones from that year. And if you want proof, pretty much all of them are still available on YouTube from the two years of the competition. What, how did you guys find out you'd won and what was the reaction from the club? Virgin did a big song and dance about it, but they would have only had like CEOs of the club or whatever in attendance. We were stoked because we didn't have to pay our $500 cover, but this sounds pretty bad, but I guess it didn't really mean March to us. <laughs> so, season over, silverware awarded, and the side were ready to celebrate in Thailand. A popular dwarf entertainer claims he was set on fire during an AFL club's Mad Monday celebrations. We can confirm it is a St Kilda football club. There was a lighter being passed around, and because people were wearing costumes, including Blake as the dwarf, most of the outfits were flammable. Uh, oh, that's right. It was a pretty tough off-season. That Mad Monday, I was actually in hospital with... I just had shoulder surgery, so I actually wasn't there. Believe that if you wish, otherwise I don't really mind. <laughs> um, and... Yeah, we got a we got a a little person entertainer to come down. Did you ever play the peg game at a piss up where if you if you get a peg put on you and the crowd starts counting down, you have to find the peg within five seconds or you yeah, have to finish yeah, your beer. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a version of that um, where you light the person on fire. You count down till they notice they're on fire. It's a it's a yeah, it was a massive mistake and one of the boys thought it'd be funny to light the entertainment up and it barely got him like it it lit his shirt up and whatever and he was a really good sport about it apparently like he was really good and like he carried on he finished off no worries like it was all good and then um it got leaked to the media and he got offered a fair sum of money to tell his story and then that's when shit hit the fan have you heard anything quite like it andrew <laughs> i've never known you to be speechless andrew <laughs> <laughs> that's a first. That's a first. Andrew Dimitri with nothing to say on a big issue. We had a footy trip booked to Thailand, and the reaction was basically not nah, cancelled. You're not going. So we we basically forfeited our right to have a end of season trip. Like I sort of understood it. Like if we're going to get in that much trouble on the bloody main street in Richmond, like what's what's going to happen when we get over to Thailand? But at the same time, we'd all paid for our flights and we were forced to cancel. And <laughs> More flights being fucking ripped off from you guys. Yeah, correct. So we were sort of like, oh, I was out, I was out like two and a half grand. After that year, every footy trip that happened had to have a chaperone. Oh. Um, and the year after, we went two years without a Mad Monday. Despite all the flaws in making and viewing this piece, the Acapella Saints video is actually not as bad when compared to the rest. As for Lee, he's now the player coach for the mighty Queridon Bulls in Country WA, but before leaving the Saints, he finally got to celebrate an end of season to remember. Good trip? Um, yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll leave it at that. Okay. Oh. Mr. President, can this wait? I've got bigger fish to fry. God bless my friend Harry. Harry's Big House. What do you got? Welcome back to the Big House, guys. Very interesting case this week. It's kind of nice in here. Yeah, it is, it is isn't it? Um, it? Smells like law in here, doesn't it, Josh? Mm. All right. From Stormtrooper, or Jake, as he signed off the email. Harry, I require your immediate assistance. Me and my three other mates were at a political election event. Our mate Nikolai's dad is a poly. 
We all have GFs, but our mate Jack does not. On the night, Nikolai's dad was losing badly and we all wanted to be there to console him on the loss as we are all close to the family. Jack had two girls in his DMs that night and was getting so desperate to leave the event, go pursue them, that he was bullying us into leaving to head to the clubs. We eventually did, but looking back, we realised it was a dog act as Nikolai got bullied into leaving his dad and coming out clubbing by Jack. And we all just let it happen. Partial blame on us, I know. Jack did get the route that night, but surely there has to be punishment for the behaviour. Please let us know your verdict. Hot regards, Jake, or Stormtrooper, as his email name suggests. Well-written email. Yeah, very well-written email. Um, Interesting case. I mean, I've got lots of thoughts about this one and a verdict. Um, is there any quickly, thing quickly you wanted to talk about with this case, guys? So just to be clear, his dad lost and he, he bailed before even being able to console... Well, that wasn't clear, actually. I'm assuming they knew he was going to lose or it was, or maybe it was already in the consoling stages. One, two things for me. One, you know, give the bloody girls a break, mate. You know, you, this is a big moment for your dad because he's a giant loser. <laughs> no, it's, I discussed this later in my deliberation as well. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> the other one, nothing worse than a guy going, hey, guys, let's go out with an ulterior motive. <laughs> Being like, hey guys, let's go to this random club no one's heard of that we fucking hate and then no one's ever been to. It's okay. um, 40 kilometres away. Oh, why do you want to go there? Oh, apparently the vibe's great. Nah. Get, gets there and goes, all right, see you guys later. I'm with this girl I don't know. Bye. And you're like, oh, cool. Now we're 40 minutes from here. This used to happen so much with this one mate of ours. Oh. Yeah, guys, speaking of, you guys cool if we'd like book a trip to Queensland, like just to go cover some sport, maybe watch the Suns game? Oh, that's weird. Why do you want to get a club? Oh, oh no. Okay, no, yeah, no. I'll go with you. No, I'll, reason, no I'll go um, support you. Okay, some pretty serious charges here, guys. Jack has been accused of not supporting Nikolai's dad when he perhaps needed support the most. I, for one, would never want to be accused of that. Order. 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 Thank you. First of all, let's take a look at our victims. Nikolai, he'll forever live with the burden of knowing that he didn't support his old man 100%. Now, I also want to look at this from Nikolai's dad's point of view. He's also a victim. After an election loss, I can't imagine how hard it would have been for his son and his mates to simply take off in pursuit of some sexual activity for Jack. Let's now take a look at the accused. It's well known that in young men, in fact all men, the power of the penis can decrease brain activity and your decision-making ability by up to 100%. <laughs> Jack's powerful influence stemming from his penis has been strong enough to rip Nikolai away from this major event. On one hand, you could argue that Nikolai can make decisions for himself and shouldn't have been so easily persuaded to leave the event. But on the other, we could celebrate Nikolai for supporting his mate Jack in time in his time of need. As the old saying goes, election losses come and go, but DMs from girls are hard to come by. <laughs> Harry Fitzgerald, 2023. <laughs> now to my verdict. Order. Rookies of the law might look at this case and go, come on, he got the job done. Super goal, yes! He got that route he so desperately desired. But Judge Harry in Harry's Big House does not think that this is an important factor in this case whatsoever. What is important is that he gave it a crack, just like Nikolai's dad gave it a crack in that election. <laughs> I can safely say that Nikolai's dad wouldn't want any more losers in the room and would commend the effort of Jack for heading to the clubs. Not guilty! What? Not guilty! Oh my God! Yes, you left the event, but you attended it in the first place and Nikolai obviously didn't have enough of a magnet to stay there. Guys, I wish we could wrap it up early, but I can't. Did a male, Giorgio. Oh. 
Why is it always me? This time for our leader of the law. Okay. Oh, thank God. Well, you can't respect the law unless you adjudicate it fairly and receive it as well. Hey, Harry, you know hey, Harry to... not your time to speak, all right? This Order. isn't a Nikolai uh, political campaign, all right? Order. Harry, want to get out of this really quick? Get a boner. <laughs> <laughs> Kai Dorka got one. on the email, Harry's big lying brackets house. Oh. To the boys that definitely sat at the back of the bus in high school, I have some newfound evidence that I'd like to send to the tribunals. Either TRF, aka Tall Ranger Fuck, aka Josh's Big House, or Foreign Affairs, aka Giorgio's Big House. The image below shows Harry carrying one beer instead of four at Optus Stadium, following his apparently admitting to drinking all the beers in the venue. A real legend buys a tray. He was also seen sharing this one beer with his Tinderella. Oh my God. Boys, you know what to do. Send from, a, send from my Napoleon's actual chair. I love Nice. It. I love this. Nice this, to be on this, this end of This gives me a bite, hey, Giorgio. Order. Wrong button. Order, order, order. You don't show get us, to speak. Show us the photo. Yeah, I do. Show us the photo. All right, take a look at the photo, guys. What do you think? Yeah, I was at the footy. I was like, Can you oh, shut was, up? <laughs> in my in the tall ranger foreign affairs courtroom. <laughs> oh, I've wanted to press that for so long. Georgia, what do you reckon? This guy's prank calling people, talking about his beers. He's no better than the people we abuse. Even I have more than one beer. Okay, am I allowed to say something now? Yeah, all right. Enter the floor. Rome wasn't built in a day, boys. Ooh. Only takes one beer at a time to drink them all at Optus Stadium. Not guilty! Oh, all right. <laughs> I'm going to say guilty and the, the punishment, buy a carton of beer. For myself to drink well, this weekend. And if we happen to oh, be there. Can you, uh, can you throw in a chockey bar for me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That is the new punishment. you got to buy George a chockey bar. Oh, yes. oh my yes, God. Yes, 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 yes. Not until he does his punishment. <laughs> Dear Muscles, great superstars, cold regards, you've got mail. Welcome to Mail It In, where we hear from you to the fans. Remember, kickitforwardmailbag at gmail.com is the email. 90% of this week were DMs. <laughs> keep telling and telling and telling and telling. Everyone's laughing at me, but you guys keep sending it. Some investigation follow-up before we move on. Uh, last week's investigation was about Toby from Newport, a very famous Australian prank call. We had some serious tips, all right? A lot of people were saying it was Merrick Watts, that it was proven, but I can't get in contact with him, and until I speak to him directly, it is not him. One guy on Twitter accused me of doxing Toby and then DM'd me and said, I've spoke to him and leave him alone, but I can't speak to him because he's just gone overseas. Uh, makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. Fucking weirdo. Uh, one guy who seemed to be a sort of film historian and chronic virgin argued with me about Toby wasn't the other guys in the YouTube channel. But then I asked him for some evidence and to explain it, he completely refused. Hey, Josh, what, what's your throwing around the chronic virgins? <laughs> because what's could, chronic? Could be one of our lovely listeners. No, no, he definitely wasn't. He definitely was. He was uh, a, a textbook chronic virgin, well, we just well, like the we, rest of us. We welcome all chronic versions on this mm. podcast. We also had someone message in that it was probably Wayne Carey uh, because at one point he, the guy that, Prank calls says he poos his pants. A lot of good ah. feedback for the pooing his pants. Uh, guys, I had one other thing this week. So we, uh, I want to try and get people to send in their stories and we'll, we'll edit it nicely. If you, have a, if you have a good pissed story, a good adventure that you have, if you send it in, we will edit it in such a way that you too have an audio documentary that you can show to people. Now, we had one this week. I was at a wedding and a guy named Mark was like, oh, I am, um, you know, uh, I'm a massive North Melbourne fan. And when I had my bucks in Bondi, we ended up partying with Wayne Carey. Whoa. 
Oh. And there was shit everywhere. Uh, so a few years ago, uh, me and one of my best mates, we uh, we decided to have a joint Bucks party over at, in Bondi. So about 16 of us travelled over there. And my day was the last day before flying out. Made our way down to Bucket List Bondi. And as we were walking in, the king was walking out. Poop my pants. You wouldn't believe it. The boys grabbed him. And anyway, we carried on into... As it was day four, a few people started filtering out and I found myself stuck with uh, just one of the boys and he kind of said to me, he goes, oh, look, you won't believe it, there's the king. So we looked over and there he was back at the bar and can't let's go go buy him a drink. So I went over there and said, oh, g'day, Mr. King, Mr. Duck. And he's like, oh, Buck's party boy. How's it going? I was like, oh, yeah. Getting through it day four, starting to struggle. And he goes, oh, how about a round of drinks? So vodka waters because he was keeping it lean. Um, after about an hour of me ear bashing him, he said, oh, I tell you what, we've got to get out of here. And I was like, oh, why's that? And he goes, oh, my mate Potsy, he's getting peppered by all the girls here. We've uh, we've got to get out of here. Turns out Potsy was, uh, I think, dating Sophie Mung. Had to escape Melbourne tabloid hysteria. Duck, we've got two houses, fridges full of beer. They said, say no more, I'm there. Everyone was asleep because, yeah, like I said before, day four. So I was running around the house, banging on the door, going, oh, the king's here, the king's here, the duck's here. And everyone's going, no, shut the fuck up, as if he is. Uh, One by one, everyone started creeping outside and we had this big table outside, so everyone just started making their way out there. Sure enough, the king was sitting at the head of the table and, uh, yeah, he, he basically laid out all his stories, his childhood, you know, favorite mark, favorite goal. The Stevo saga, you know, grand finals a lot, and yeah, so we had a pretty good time. And I think I was just sitting back and I was just going, "Holy, holy shit! I can't believe guy I've idolised since I was a, a young boy back in the nineties to to now he's here." And I tried my best to get a phone number, so if he ever was back in WA, we could uh, link up and suck some beers back. But uh, Potsy was pretty good at saying, "Mate, that's not going to happen." Unbelievable! Bringing that's the an king awesome back. Story. Also, like, um, whenever you hear those stories, you really fear that, like, the person, like, embarrasses himself and ruins it for everyone else. But he sounds like he's just, like, genuinely good dude. Yeah, he's a nice dude. And, nice guy. And, uh, you know, he, this is a long time ago, but he was a massive fan of Wayne Carey and then he's pooped his pants and he's hung out with him, you know what I mean, mm. for the whole time. And then he um, went home with it. So if you have a story you believe needs to be immortalised, we can help you with that. Send us an audio message, I guess on DM, or an email even better, just with your voice memo out. Make sure it's a little bit quiet, and we'll put it into something beautiful like that. Hey, guys, should we get some emails? Okay, this one's more from Anonymous, it seems. Hey, guys, was listening to last week's pod and your take on the a cappella rendition of St Kilda's team song. Got me thinking of this version sung by Dan Sultan and Alex Lahey that paid tribute oh, to the a cappella version and a tip of the captain Nick Rewalt, except lacking the Thank you so much for sending us this. This is wonderful, wonderful audio. Oh god. It's um it goes on and on, but the funny thing about it is the Saints go marching in. It's just like a great song on its own. Like with a big brass band, it just pumps. It's really actually a really fun song. Yeah. Just do the original with a big brass band. It'd be awesome. I'd encourage people to continue listening to that because the trumpets come in and it actually is very, very good. Oh, okay. The trumpets so you defend sa- it. The so trumpets the brass band saves it. Yeah, the tr- trumpets save it. Campbell, hi, Giorgio. Uh, he says, my dad religiously watches Bounce. What do I do? Um, I'd probably go and change your name. And um, get, no, bounce. I watched a bit of bounce on the weekend. Bounce is approved. I tell you what, there isn't a known 
remedy to fix bounce affliction. Now he's got he's addicted to bounce. What is it? Get a boner. <laughs> okay, it's great. Sorry, sorry, sorry. that Dan for Dan for that one. Guys, I had a um a verbal malady. <laughs> mm, I was speaking to a friend of mine, Willow, who and we've I've been discussing fantasy punishments a tiny bit on this pod and a lot with some mates that have had some pretty interesting and creative punishments for when they lose the round with their mates in the comp. And uh, Willow said he had one last year with their comp. Uh, where the loser had to drive to the Pinnacles, which is two hours north of Perth, not allowed to take a phone, had to take a disposable camera and take a selfie with the Pinnacles and then have a solo beer at the Cervantes Bar and Bistro. Uh. So what I would like everyone to do is to send in your outrageous fantasy punishments and we can read a few out and mail it in. Kick it forward, mailbag at gmail.com. Uh, of course, before you do that, send in your Harry's Big House submissions. They take priority. Um, they do, that yeah. for sure. Does that sound kind of nice? Nah, sounds pretty boring. Two-hour mm. drive, you know, you're spending $140 on fuel. It's actually five hours um, there and back. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah sure. And the pinnacles aren't that good. They're rocks, <laughs> by the way, just for anyone that wants to know what the pinnacles That's are. That's weird. The information really said they are way better than that. Oh, I should have told me. <laughs> also had a video idea DM'd, which I actually am going to chase up and do. So the signs that the AFL team staff hold up on the interchange bench, they, they're actually getting out of hand. They're they talking uh, – we're talking a bowl of noodles, a, a poker game. They had like gambling stuff like dice and poker chips, a sound system dapping, something smells fishy. This needs investigating. I think it's definitely a video in there. Just a quick one, Josh. If you watched a show on the weekend uh, that rhymes with pounce, you would have noticed that they found some great footage of um, the person that holds the sign up in the change rooms before practicing holding the signs up. They actually practice. Yeah. Like, that's a, that's Fuck off, oh, they practice. Yes, they practiced. I don't want to tear something. Uh, that is not yeah. true. Surely not. Uh, 100%. And I have to credit our source, a show that rhymes with pounce. Well done to pounce again. <laughs> I still don't know what you're talking about. Can you? Yeah, I don't know what show so the guy, where, yeah, Oh, sorry. Okay. Mm. Um, but I was thinking like, what if they were holding up noodles and they're like, geez, I wonder what their game plan is. And they look and all the players are just eating noodles. Yeah, slurping, slurping. down. Slurping. And then, and, then, and then West Coast, they just haven't had anyone show a sign that says fucking win. Win. <laughs> Kick a goal. Yeah, just, it just says, please, God, fucking hell, do something. <laughs> Uh, guys, I think that's it for the pod this week. Anything else to add before we go? No, nothing else to add before we I'm go. I'm good. Um, so hey, don't forget, boys, stay hydrated. Bonus away. You might think we're a bunch of thorns when we're